steam locomotives. They are ageless and immortal, even though certain railroads were supposed to be lost in the 1950s. One of them is a railroad that we returned to one spring in May for a day out with a particular train. This is all part of our fifth episode of Revival Steam. This is Alec Butler. I am the series sounds editor, fiction text narrator, and host. Green Frog Productions and Fred McLeod made the sounds you will hear. It inspires people to imagine a world of 21st century future American steam-powered revenue trains. This is our fifth episode of this podcast. We decided to revisit the East Broad Tub during the Memorial Day weekend in Pennsylvania because the revived railroad had a new addition. Before we saw the new attraction on Saturday, we decided to spend the day with one of my favorite EBT Mikados, 1912 Baldwin, number 14. It was assigned to the local freight between Rock Hill Furnace slash Orbisonia and Mount Union, Pennsylvania. We caught all the activities from the beginning and ran them three times during the day. The distance between the two towns is 11 miles. Thus, we could see number 14 and the freight at several locations during these runs. This will be a relaxing episode to listen to during that Memorial Day weekend. So sit back, relax, have a cool drink of water, and close your eyes. Let's spend a day with number 14 and be ready when we reveal what the new edition is. You will never believe what it is. The first four recordings we will play for you feature number 14 getting ready for the day. It is facing southward. After standing still to get the air pump going and to stretch her legs to get the bearings loose and ready, the engine will back up onto the turntable to be turned to face the northbound direction. We then hear the engine with the generator whining as it passes us out of the engine service area to pick up its train for the day's first run. Listen and enjoy to the sounds of a steamer getting ready for the day.
Once coupled up to the train, we hear number 14 stand still with the generator running, and then, with the bell ringing, head to the Orbisonia station to pick up its orders for the first run. After that, the train departs Orbisonia heading north, with excited people watching from the platform.
We next hear number 14 in the distance after passing a hazard on the tracks. Then it whistles for a crossing. The train is approaching McMullen's summit and will once again whistle for another crossing as it picks up speed. Now for the next few recordings, we hear the train take it easy for the rest of the way to Mount Union. First we hear the train click clack passing us as it crosses over the bridge over Black Log Creek near the Y at Colgate Grove. And next we hear the train as it passes us again and whistles for the US Route 522 crossing, also known as Croghan Pike.
After switching, we hear number 14 depart Mount Union heading back to Orbisonia. Notice the sounds of the boiler as the train passes us slowly on its way out of the yard. For the following three recordings, we hear the train whistling at different crossings. First is on the outskirts of Mount Union near Ogwick Mills, then at the US 522 crossing, and then at Colgate Grove. Notice the sounds of crickets dominating the scene seconds before number 14 comes charging past us. Like I said from a previous episode, number 14 has the best whistle of all the EBT mics. No doubt about it in these recordings.
We captured the Colgate Grove whistle in the distance from our location at the Runk Road Bridge. Then number 14 comes along, as it will soon work upgrade to McBallin Summit. We then catch up with number 14 as it whistles for the crossing at the top of McMullen's summit. Notice the sound of cars passing on the highway behind us. Though this is a fiction depicting normal operations of an RS event, I hope no one is annoyed by the sound of traffic. Ah well, the whistle will cover that here. Now we hear the train whistle for the last crossing as it nears Orbisonia and the end of its first run.
While most of us were capturing the action from trackside, another group captured the sounds on board the train. The last two cars were passenger cars for people wanting to ride on a revenue-earning train. We hear the conductor asking for tickets, as this was part of the ride from Mount Union to Orbisonia. The people would later head back to Mount Union on another train in the day. Enjoy the sounds of riding an EBT revenue steam train as it was meant to be. it's back to trackside. As it enters the Y, number 14 brings its train into the Rock Hill Furnace Yard. It whistles for the Pennsylvania Route 994, or Meadow Street Crossing. It then stops on the line heading southeast to Shade Gap and reverses backward to face north again.
We next hear number 14 as it stands ready at the Orbisonia Depot with a new train assembled as it begins its second journey to Mount Union. Then the train departs and we hear the train whistle twice as it goes away from us on its trip northward. We decided to have lunch at Mount Union, and after eating, we caught number 14 again as it chuffed softly by us and whistled for the first crossing out of town. It had finished switching, and is heading back to Ormasonia. We will then hear the train again as it whistles for the Route 522 crossing at a faster rate.
We catch the train as it whistles a few times and heads down grade for McMullen's summit as it nears Orbisonia. We will then hear the train as it works up grade past us on the Y at Orbisonia. Again, please don't be annoyed by the sound of cars as they passed us continuously as number 14 was on the Y. And our last recording for the day captures number 14 as it starts its last run to Mount Union late in the afternoon, and it whistles as it fades away into the distance. This was a great day with our favorite EBT engine, but there are a few more sounds we would like to share on this episode.
we finally revealed the bonus. We will feature two more EBT engines in and outside of Mount Union for the next few sounds. This was caught the next day, Sunday. We hear two sounds of standard gauge EBT 060 number 6 switching cars in the transloading yard. The 1907 Baldwin built locomotive is stored in rusting condition at the Whitewater Valley Railroad in Connersville, Indiana. But we can imagine this engine being back at its former home, doing what she was built to do. I sure hope that she will get that future one of these days. The second part of our bonus features narrow gauge Mikado number 16. This engine was built in 1916 and at the time of this production of this episode was recently restored in February 2023 as the first engine to run on the railroad since 2011. It is also running for the first time since the railroad first shut down in 1956. Now it is alive again and we can imagine it being part of RS events like this one. First, we hear the engine with a bell ringing and a short whistle blast as it prepares to head south with another empty bio coal train. The engine then backs up past us with air pumps going. Finally, the engine gets underway with cylinder cocks open as it heads away from us. This is another good ending for another episode of Revival Steam. The EBT is an excellent place to visit during RS events, it will always hold a special place in a rail fan's heart with great three chime whistles and soft chuffing engines. But things are about to improve for the RS movement, and our next episode will take us to three states during a cold winter. But that is another story. Before I end the episode, I would like to credit Green Frog Productions for recording the sounds of engine number 14 and the CD of the EBT is available on their website for you to enjoy. I would also like to thank King Gear for sharing the other sounds of EBT number 16 and number 6 from his collection of sounds. They are from Fred McLeod's number 250 album. As you will hear in the next several episodes, things are starting to heat up. Nothing more needs to be said. This is Alec Butler of Revival Steve and we will see you next time. Thank <laughs> you.